0: back in the cupping room at World Cup Coffee and Tea again for another in the endless series of OMN's Coffee Shop Conversations. I'm Tom D'Antoni and with me today is the legendary and extremely celebrated blues guitarist, composer and producer Terry Robb. He's in the Oregon Music Hall of Fame. He won the Cascade Blues Association's Best Guitarist Money Award so many times they had to stop their membership from nominating him anymore and named the damned award after him. It's always fun to catch up with Terry. I have the feeling we're just going to sit here and bullshit about music. But first, we'll talk about Cool on the Bloom, his new album. We'll hear a track from it, too. Let's talk with Terry Robb. Welcome to the cupping room. Thanks for having me, Tom. It's Where great to are. see you. That's, that's, a, that's coffee shop uh, lingo. Is that what that is? Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> Good. I drink tea, but it's okay. Uh, well, oh, I didn't get you anything to drink. I'm okay. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure.
0: Geez, all right. All right. Well, uh, you know, I was thinking, uh, I don't do, and I don't do that very often, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, that it's been almost 20 years since the first piece I ever did on you. Oregon Art Beat? No. No, uh, the, the Oregonian.
1: Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah,
0: yeah it has. Yeah. yeah, that was that was the first the first piece of recognition that I had because they because uh, they they had it framed at Dead Dead De- Oh, they did. The that's, piece was on
1: oh, that's right. That with Jerry Burford's, I was producing a record. And you yeah, came by. That was, yeah, but, 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 but it was on you. Yeah, right. Yeah. That was a nice arc. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. There's a nice picture of me in the studio with a white shirt on, <laughs> looking
0: <was>. very <laughs> producer-like. <laughs> yeah, long time. Yeah, that was, I believe, not long after you were on. Was it Conan? With, Cur- with I was Curtis? on
1: Conan, I think that year
0: maybe. With Curtis. With
1: Curtis, yeah. That was wasn't long after. It was. It was right around that it time, was, I believe. Yeah, real yeah. Uh, the same year,
0: I think. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, the same. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't this. You know, it, that that t- time kind of <coughs> emerges and
1: blurs yeah. and crosses over, and yeah, yeah. Oh man, like a Hollywood
0: movie, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I'm writing. I have a, a series I'm writing called the 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 uh, the blur of memory <laughs> about things that I sort of half remember. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, all right, you have this new album here. I do. And it's, the, the title is Cool on the Bloom, which cool is the, bloom. the name of a song. It is. And what does that title mean?
1: Well, I wish it was something more mystical and <laughs> interesting, but uh, my mother-in-law, my wife's mother, uh-huh. my wife sent her some pictures of some flowers, uh-huh. and she said, wow, cool on the blooms. <laughs> and I just thought, what a great thing. She comes up with these great sayings all the time, you know.
0: Kind of like Yogi Berra. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, it's interesting because uh, it's a lot of solo stuff. It's all, it's all—is it all acoustics? Yes. That's what yes. I thought. Yeah, um, and some real familiar people.
1: Yeah, you know the crew. Yeah, yeah, my little people I like to play with and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: what's uh, what, what? What shall we say about this album?
1: Well, it's. Uh, all original except for two songs.
0: Oh yes. Now I wanted to ask you about that. Uh, okay. You you, uh, you do you showed me. Now. I did. Now is that the Jim McGuinn or the Flo and Eddie Turtles version? It's the Turtles version okay.
1: because they it's a, they the the guy who demoed it for the Turtles played it slow so they could learn it and they liked that so they did it that way and I thought it was I always liked that song I remember I saw them in 1968 and I thought they were great.
0: It's kind of a haunting little piece. It is.
1: The way the birds do it is more, you know, folk rock. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It is. You know, I started playing that at the gig, and it was one of those songs where somebody always comes up to me and says, what was the name of that song
0: you played? Yeah, I thought so.
1: So I thought, you know, I should record this, you know.
0: (laughs) And with Doug Smith.
1: Doug, yeah, my pal. Yeah. 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 You need a guitar player to play with you. I mean, get the best, Right. Right.
0: You guys have uh, your Christmas season coming up. We do. Summit.
1: We do every December, Tom. Yeah, every we December, go yeah. out there and do it.
0: Yeah. yeah. And every year, I seem to do a story.
1: It's just <laughs> awesome. Well, it, well it's, you're part of the band. I mean, you know, the, you're like the fifth Beatle. <laughs> okay. Oh, I mean, I didn't mean that. But you know what I mean. You're like, yeah, you've been with us from the beginning, so yeah. we always
0: appreciate it. Funny. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Um, The tune I played on my radio show last week was Late Night Call, K A S. That's what I heard, named after Dave Call. The bass player. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, Tell me about that. It was a demo. Really? It was a demo to, to, you know, I put a demo together to make a record. And I like that. I like the slow blues. I thought, I'm just going to put that on there. Yeah. So it's loose. It's just one of those... Blue Note Moments. Uh, yeah. Blues and A, I'll start it off kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I liked it, you know. And I liked Dave quite a bit. And um, it just se- seemed like a nice title, hmm. you know. Play
0: on words, as they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I'm just, you know, it's, a, it's an interesting album. It, it, it's it's, uh, it, it's uh, consistent with everything else you've done.
1: I try to be consistent. I I mean, I play a variety of music, but the consistency, I would say, would be my personality on it all. I mean, I always tell people... They say, well, you're a blues guy and all that stuff. Well, yeah, I play a lot of blues and I have. But my technique I learned was blues guitar technique. So no matter what songs I play, whether it's with the Summit or whoever, it's going to have that kind of vibe to it. Uh For instance, like Kenny Burrell does a Christmas record. It sounds like Kenny Burrell, (laughs) not to compare myself to Kenny Burrell. Or if a classical guitar player plays a bunch of Rolling Stone songs, it's going to have kind of a classical sound to it. So that kind of happens to me, too, when I play a bossa nova. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm happy about that.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But of course, it's different from Muddy Vishnu.
1: Yeah, well, Muddy Vishnu was, you know, I wanted to make a, a really a strong electric record, you know, yeah. because I don't yeah. really do that so much anymore. Once in a while. Uh-huh. You know, I do play a lot of electric guitar in the studio on uh-huh. other people's things and stuff, but yeah. not out so much anymore. Huh?
0: Yeah. When you when you do play, uh, take your electric guitar out. Do you still do you still put a put a Hendrix tune in the, in the set? Oh yeah, you got to. You got to.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, he's the guy. I mean, he's yeah. you know he was the last great blues guy as far as I was concerned. You know? Yeah. I'm concerned. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not and to put anybody down f- after him, but I mean, right. he made the last great statement. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. one of the few who who. who, who uh, who has guts enough to play Hendrix.
1: Well, I like, you know, I, I think it's because I understand the roots where he's coming from. Yeah. You know, yeah. just not wild psychedelic guitar. It, I, I know, I can, I can always hear T-Bone Walker in there. Uh-huh. You know, you know, when he plays the blues, it, he sounds, if I were to compare him to somebody, it would be Ike Turner. When really? Ike Turner played blues yeah. guitar, yeah. you know, and yeah. he was a terrific blues guitar player, Ike yeah. Turner. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever heard
0: Ike Turner's <laughs> fart song?
1: <laughs> no, I've no, I've heard <laughs> Constipation Blues though by Screaming Jay Hawkins. There there, there, there was a time. <laughs> gosh,
0: there was a time when he, he owned the,
2: the studio, Bollock, right?
0: He owned the studio in L.A. Right. Yeah. Right. And had mountains of cocaine.
1: Oh yeah. In every room. Yeah, I knew people who worked with him. Yeah. And
0: he made a series of records which are astounding not that not astoundingly great but just <laughs> you know the fart song for instance really? yeah it's not called that right but uh... And th- 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 he has a tune called right on in which almost everything in the in the tune is just the words right on <laughs> <laughs> the right, yeah, right, oh right on, right on, right on, right on, right on, right on,
1: <laughs> <laughs> right on, right <laughs> on poor Tina <laughs> 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 You know, he was so great, though, as a musician, yeah. you know, that's, yeah. unfortunately, his other things overshadows that quite a bit. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. I, I wonder, I wonder if anybody still discusses who made the first rock, rock, rock and roll record. Yeah,
1: I mean, <laughs> I yeah, think that's
0: like long, long, yeah, yeah, forgotten.
1: They always say Rocket 88, right? right? Well, some people say it was Lionel Hampton. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you could say it was Charlie Patton, you, you could know. could say anything. You could say anything, <laughs> Yeah. You know, I mean, it's who started it or who first recorded that groove. I and mean, that's the question. And yeah. who cares, really? I mean, exactly. <laughs> you know, as long as it keeps going. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. All I cared about was that it wasn't under his name.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. 1950s, is that what it was Something like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Cool tune. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, there was music and grooves like that before. I think it was just his that version of rock and roll was pared down yes so it gave that sound yeah, you know yeah. but you know just just pull out little richard
0: right yeah
1: <laughs> that's the deal there
0: yeah. well then you have to pull out Escarita. oh yeah yeah. <laughs> so yeah where does that start
1: yeah, yeah. right <laughs> think about little richard did people miss out on are his ballads oh yeah it's so cool yeah yeah directly from my heart to you yeah and, oh man Yeah. yeah. yeah
0: I I play a tune on on the uh, on, on my radio show sometimes called "Burning Up with Love for You," <laughs> which is post the post uh, hits thing. Right, and it's just it's actually burning up. It's
1: that like t- late '60s, early yeah. '70s yeah, yeah, when he yeah. was making the rounds on Merv Griffin and yeah, all that yeah, shit. Yeah, he yeah, ma- yeah. he made a few records then that were pretty good. They were good,
0: I mean, especially that tune, "Burning Up with Love for You." I mean,
1: you know what? The thing is, guys like Little Richard and Fast Domino that people don't realize that you obviously know. What great piano players they were! Oh God,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I, I, I think it's 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 a tragedy that Fats doesn't get the credit.
1: I do too. I don't understand it. Maybe it's because he retired so early, you know. Maybe, but, but I don't, I don't understand. understand it either, really. Yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, you know who else doesn't get the credit? It is Paul Butterfield. That's true. Harmonica players never mention Paul Butterfield. Yeah, and I wasn't a big. Butterfield Blues Band fan. I was a Canned Heat fan. Uh-huh. You were kind of in two camps back then. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I mean, he kind of opened the door for everybody. To, he kind of brought that to uh, the, the, pop, the pop world, uh-huh. you know, that sort of har- harmonica playing, yeah. you know, it was kind of on its way out. Uh-huh. You know, so I, I don't quite understand that either. Maybe, maybe it was there's a was a time there, you know. There's always a time it's not cool to like somebody that everybody liked for a while. Yes. I mean even BB got that for a while with right. guitar players. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I'm a Freddie King guy, not a BB King yeah, guy. Right. Shut up. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know. <laughs>
0: maybe you should do a maybe you should do a Butterfield. Tune.
1: Oh, East West maybe. There you
0: go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Somebody should uh, you know should should should. Uh,
1: Make mention. I saw him one time. He opinion. had that band that he played at Woodstock with. Really? With all the horns. Wow. Yeah. It was pretty cool. He huh. was an incredible band. You know. Huh. You see him here? Yeah, it was at the what was then called the Paramount. Which yes. the Schnitz. Yeah. Yeah. Saw a lot of people there. Yeah. Saw beef art there. Did you? I think me, Matt Groning, Curtis, and Bill Rhodes and a couple <laughs> other people were the only people there. Oh, <laughs> God. There must have been maybe fifty people there or oh, something. Geez. And he was great. It was also the loudest concert to this day I've ever seen. Really? Really, wow. yeah.
0: yeah. What, what part of the beef heart was that?
1: It was uh, Lick My Decals Off Baby and <laughs> Trout Mass replica <laughs> <laughs> So it was that group of people, you know, Dude Horn Rollo and yeah. the Magic Band, that band, the one you'd want to see. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> did he do the Smithsonian Institute? Blues? He did.
1: <laughs> did he <do> he <laughs> did all those songs.
0: I love, you, I love you, you big dummy. You big
1: dummy, yeah. Everybody's doing it. Please don't, <laughs> don't let them ruin it. Come on down to the big dig. <laughs> yeah, B4 was fantastic. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um, so, y- you did you, you were, I see someplace where you, you released this in Paris first?
1: No, I went to Paris and we did a couple little shows. Oh, yeah, okay. That's, uh, yeah. That's okay. not really released yet. It comes out yeah. November 1st. November 15th. 15th. Yeah. And there's a record release party on the nineteenth uh-huh. at the Corkscrew Wine Bar, which is uh-huh. one of my favorite venues. Yeah, it's small, but I really like the place a lot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, and it's in my neighborhood, so <laughs> yeah, you know, it is. When you get yeah. to be our age, Tom, <laughs> yeah, really considerations. I know. I live a block, three blocks
0: from the from the Joe Bar, where I absolutely where I, I, I spend. I know where you live. <laughs>
1: I've been there many, many times, <laughs> Mr. Callahan.
0: Uh, oh God, yeah.
1: I miss John Callahan you know uh, my wife plays his record all the time so you I know. hear it all the time and it's yeah. it's one of the few records I've produced that I listen to uh-huh. I mean that's not putting the rest of them down but yeah. uh, you always learn something you hear always hear something new with John yeah appreciate something new about what he did yeah
0: somebody put um, that music video of one girl that I did oh, yeah on Facebook that was cool the other day yeah 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 <laughs> they have YouTube,
1: I think, has the documentary yeah. on him too, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, the one that did yeah.
0: woman but from the, Denmark came from Holland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, and then, and the, the music video that, that Greg and I did is also on.
1: on yeah, that YouTube. was cool too. You know, he sang. The last thing he did was he sang on Muddy Vishnu. Yeah, and I re, it was like an Alan Lomax recording. <laughs> I went to his house and brought a laptop with a song on it and recorded him in bed. Singing. Wow. It was a field recording. Oh, jeez! He was laying there. You remember that bed of his? He'd yeah. lay there. And we, yeah. and, and we got this incredible vocal sound that we could never reproduce. It must have been <laughs> his apartment because he had that long base in an apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So it was a Link Ray moment.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the chicken coop. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah. 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 Miss, it was folklore music. So yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> There's a long story about how he uh, inhabited my cat. Which one? The which ghost cat was it back? He inhabited oh. the ghost of my cat after he died. I won't go into it in oh. detail right here, right but it, right it. It, it's a very strange, very, very, very strange
1: story. You mean the the great cat that used to frequent all the bars and
0: stuff? Yes. That, yeah,
1: I love that cat, yes. and I liked Stanley too. His cat.
0: Stanley was a good cat.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so um,
0: yes uh,
1: any more questions about the record the record
0: <laughs> <laughs> what does watermelon eye patch groove mean well
1: I was playing a gig in Hermiston and oh. uh, with the guitar summit and we got we we're that's where all the watermelons are right and right. there was a big water tower with a watermelon on it and I was writing a song in the back seat as Mark was <laughs> driving and I just seemed like a good title <laughs> they're just titles Tom yeah.
0: <laughs> you know. Who is from Hermiston? Um, Ron Blessinger, the guy that runs Third Angle. The from new Hermiston? music ensemble. From. I, matter of fact, I sat here and gave him a lot of shit about Hermiston. Well, what's the so bad about Hermiston? <laughs> Nothing. It's just the water, watermelon capital of the world. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of farmers out like there and stuff. Nice people.
1: Nice people, yeah. yeah. It's... There's not a lot out there, yeah. Right, except yeah. watermelons. Yeah, well, I didn't see one watermelon, that's what, what was disturbing. I just saw it on a water tower. Oh, yeah. well,
0: you know, they you, you have to go to a watermelon for Yeah, it was the wrong time of year, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you, know, you, know. you won't see them in the bar. No,
1: know? we weren't playing, we were playing in an auditorium, they weren't serving it. So, uh,
0: you know, where they do serve, I, I went to see Reggie Houston uh, up at Cannon's, uh uh-huh. the rib joint, and they, they got Cannon comes out and gives you just gives out slices of watermelon
1: terrific it's great (laughs) absolutely (laughs) you need that with the uh, barbecue yeah yeah yeah.
0: um um (coughs) now it was is this is is there a a unifying factor to this 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 particular album i know that, that 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 you do that sometimes um if so, it was
1: just naturally. It wasn't anything thought out. Yeah. I think that it's. Yeah. I try to be consistent, so the whole record has a sound to it, yeah. with a, a musical variety, like I said. But the personality brings it together. But no,
0: there wasn't any theme or anything. Yeah, you know. It, you know it, I I felt that mm-hmm. that it was just you know some tunes that you liked mm-hmm. and people that you like playing playing with. Right. Correct, and, and it's it's very laid back in that way. Uh-huh. Even though you know your playing is is never laid back.
1: No, it can be intense at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh,
0: e- even the slow, even the slow drags are intense.
1: Right, push and pull. <laughs> yes, that's what you do when you play ragtime: push and pull. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Well, when you're playing a ragtime tune and you're going through the the turnaround or something, you push and pull the time. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of times when people. Play that music, and they play it so perfectly. The push and pull of the time isn't there. Yeah. And that—that's you know who had that was Janice Ah, uh-huh. she, she would play, she would you know slow down and and push and jump and, and, and that's ragtime. Yeah. yeah. Instead of just everything. it has yeah. been
0: quite an experience producing an album with Linda.
1: It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, first off, they were good friends of mine. Yeah. And uh, I adored both of them. And I'd work with Janice, as you know, for a long time. You know, everybody hired her to play on the records and stuff. Yeah. And she was great. And we had a really good relationship in that regard. And I knew how to work with her in the studio because she was quiet. And a lot of times people didn't know how to take that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 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 But she was just a quiet yeah. person.
0: When the boss doesn't talk to you, you worry.
1: Right, <laughs> right. So I always knew what to How how can I get her to do this? Somebody would say, and I just I would always know what to say, and because I knew her. But anyways, they were, as I was saying earlier, they would always um, their songs. They played their songs long. They would play a tune. It would go on for like seven minutes or something. they would riff off each other and it was just really something to see so I'd have to tell them okay make it a little shorter because we're trying to get a bunch of songs on the record I mean usually you're trying to get people to play longer but yeah. with them they would just it was like I think I said it um, it was like watching Colch and Alvin Jones go after each other uh-huh. and it was just uh-huh. beautiful to hear yeah,
0: yeah yeah I lots of times I'll I'll, I'll play uh, the Sly tune Remember
1: oh yeah. Stay? yeah stay is that the if you want to you stay? stay yeah,
0: yeah. and you know, I mean, I love Linda and all that, but that 30s medley that Janice does right. is just exquisite. Yeah. It's just yeah. amazing. It's, 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 it, 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 it equals uh, her work on the on the Scott Joplin.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Really it's amazing. a shame she didn't get to do another album like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Many
1: other albums. Because she just got better and better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Imagine, imagine improving on the Scott Joplin album. right
1: that was a long time ago it was in the 80s right like 86 or something like that
2: as
0: far as i'm concerned it's like orson welles and citizen Kane. (laughs) right i mean she made a she made something perfect right off the right out of
1: the box she did yeah well i think jan Selt produced that and he just let her do just do your thing and and that's what i did with them too just Mm -hmm. do your thing we'll hit we'll tell you when to start yeah there was very little producing
0: have you ever been produced? I mean, since 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 you developed your own producer chops.
1: Not mean, on my own record, but I have yeah. played on tons of sessions, I know you know. Yeah, and yeah. But I mean, can you can you imagine yourself giving that up? I wouldn't mind. Yeah, no, not at all. It'd be nice to be able to just play. Yeah. I'd like that a lot. Just like sometimes I like to just play guitar in somebody's band. Yeah, I like to do that sometimes. Yeah. It's really fun and yeah. relaxing. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 Uh, sure. Uh, because uh, you know, I know a lot—not a lot—but there's there are a bunch of a bunch of people who are, have been doing that lately.
1: What's that? Having somebody else produce them? Yeah. 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 Uh huh. No, well, I g- would.
0: Generally, been Steve Berlin.
1: <laughs> Steve Berlin. The oh yeah, does he live here? Yeah. Yeah. The sure. the horn player from Los Lobos. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he's still with Los Lobos. Yeah. Well, he's been producing since the beginning, I yeah. think. Right. Yeah. yeah. But he's produced a lot of people here. Has he? Yeah. Oh, that's terrific!
0: And and for instance, um, March fourth just came out with a new album that the uh, one of the guys from Galactic produced.
1: Oh, uh huh. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah I'll so keep you an. Think
0: you think you could give that up?
1: Absolutely. Really? I would, yeah, I'm always open to any sort of new musical experience. No, I'm not like a control freak or anything. Okay. Not at all. No.
0: Well, you sort of have to be to a degree if you're if you're if you're. You have to
1: be in control. Yeah. 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 But, you know, I let, I mean, when I outline these songs and I, you know, I hire people on their personality, how they play, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, this is a song, bring something to it. It's usually better than what I would have thought, uh-huh. because those are the kind of people you're hiring, Yeah. you know.
0: What's David Bromberg always say? Uh, I always like to have somebody in my band who can play better than I
1: can. That's always, I mean, like when you're learning your instrument, play with people who are better than you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's like that. It continues like that throughout your life and the musical experience. It's was also w- more fun. Was there somebody like that for you? My uncle, yeah. Who you show me how to play guitar and stuff. There were people around. I remember Tom McFarland and and I played with the Ramblin' Rex and all these people and John Fahey. <laughs> yeah, there were people. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, still are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I play with da- Dave Capdean, you're going to learn a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 Carlton Jackson. T- <laughs> Yeah. Hmm.
0: Um, it seems to me, Faye's almost forgotten. Now.
1: Not at all. I'm there's a younger. There's a younger generation that just are way into him. Um, way the, into him. It's, yeah. it's just not on TV. Yeah. But yeah. I meet young people all the time, and they are so into. They know all this stuff, and really? they know the early stuff, and they, they know the now. They're really getting into all. I mean, Faye's one of those guys like Miles, where just you can. There's to, so many eras you can like. Yeah, People like the early Joe Desk stuff. People like yeah. the stuff weeded together. People like the orchestra stuff. I mean, I yeah. like it all. And then there's yeah. people like it all, of course. But yeah, no. It, it's And it's funny because these contemporary acoustic guitar stylists, uh-huh. they're starting to... The young ones sound like Fahey now because they've been listening to him. Is that right? Yeah, we're the uh, last generation... Uh, the little older generation were more in the vein of Leo Kotke Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, and you know, there's that whole Roots thing too. You know, the young okay. people that like the the Roots music stuff, and they're, they're into like all that collectible stuff that he was into, finding all the old, you know, oh. records and that sort of thing. So, oh yeah, not at all. I'm happy to hear that.
0: They finding your old stuff.
1: Some, yeah. I find my stuff at the Goodwill once in a while. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
1: found next window for fifty bucks are the Goodwill ones. Fifty bucks? Yeah. Wow. I didn't have fifty dollars on these Yeah. <laughs>
0: do you have all your old records? Some I people, do. Some people don't. I
1: do, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I have at least one copy of, of them. Huh. Uh yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I first moved here I met Glenn Moore.
1: Oh, I played with him once too. Now there's another guy that you want to play with who's better than you. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: uh, uh, he had, he had, he recorded with Cyrus Faryard. Remember Cyrus Faryard?
1: Remind me. He
0: was a studio guy and a producer and a guitar player, but he also made a few records. He produced early Fire Sign Theater albums.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Got it.
0: But yeah, Glenn had recorded with, and and appa- apparently. Uh, Glenn's first wife had, had taken a <laughs> taken a bunch of his records. Oh it's, no! And and he didn't have that, so I gave it. I, I gave him my copy.
1: Excuse me, bye, you guys. Thanks for coming. Bye. Yeah.
0: <laughs> those are. Uh, sure. Is that okay? Yes. <laughs> those, he, he, those those people in the background are uh, Terry's Terry's people. My people. Yes. Yeah. They're great people too. And he's now holding up a copy of the album, and um, having his picture taken. See you
1: guys. Yeah, and smiling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, you guys. Uh, you were saying about Glenn? And
0: yeah, I mean, so, I, mean I, I, I was real happy to be able to give him my copy. <laughs>
1: oh, I see. You. Yeah, okay. He wanted it. He hadn't had it yeah, in a while. He,
0: well, his, his wife had taken it. His ex-wife had taken
1: right. it. Right. Yeah. Didn't he play Woodstock with Tim Harden, Glenn? That I've never I heard. I think he did, yeah. Really? Because he was playing with Tim Harden then. Wow. Yeah. I never heard that. I think. Yeah,
0: I mean, everybody knows that Bobby played with played with Joe Cocker. Oh right, Bobby yeah. George well, Tom
1: Jones. With I saw him playing with Tom Jones Did in Vegas once. Yeah, oh. he's right up front too. <laughs> yeah, you might ask Glenn that. Did he get hit with underwear? <laughs> it was <laughs> in his later career, so I don't think he'd want that. Yeah, was yeah. underwear in hotel room keys? Was that the other thing? Uh, that, think...
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: that would hurt. It would
0: hurt. Underwear doesn't
1: hurt. No. With with, with keys. You know, Duffy Bishop and I have this ongoing thing where she's a Tom Jones fan and I'm an Engelbert fan. (laughs) So.
0: What's your favorite Engelbert?
1: Man without love. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I got to pull over and I hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He did a great version of my "That Easy to Forget," that old country tune. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Jim Reeves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, what, and when will. Uh, uh, you never recorded any Engelbert?
1: Order, you mean like. Recor- recorded? Recorded, no, no, no. I listen to him though. No. My wife listens to Jerry Vale quite a bit, so. Well, I can understand that. Yeah. He's Italian. That's right. My yeah. mother listens. She listens to the same album my mother listened to when I was a kid <laughs> Song, Romantic Songs of Love or da, something. Da, like
0: da, 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 da.
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You belong to my heart was the song we danced to at our wedding. Oh man. So Yeah. Yeah. Can't beat Jerry. Yeah.
0: I have an album of um, called Mob Hits. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all those tunes.
1: Yeah, Jerry was a big He was. He's one of theirs. One yeah. Of yeah. They liked him. Yeah. One of one of one of mine. One favorite. of ours. I'm half Italian. Oh I, I it. forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, that's I why had I'm had saying, had saying had this. That. That's right. Yeah. Totally forgot about it. Half that. Italian. Hey. No. And when it's like Jim Meese said to me one time, Your mother's Italian, you're all Italian. Well, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's right. It yeah. doesn't
0: matter which parent. Right. It <laughs> no, yeah. really doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a dentist. It's, it's, yeah. It's such an identity, you know, it's a vivid identity. You
1: well, know. all of her relatives were around, so yeah. we were eating a lot of Italian food and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: That's funny. Um, uh, what's coming? What's coming next? What's 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 bubbling up?
1: What's coming next is to promote the record, to be realistic. I'm going to go out and promote, promote it, play, go out on the road and do all that stuff. I'll probably hit it pretty hard next year. Yeah? Yeah. And yeah. go to Europe and do all that stuff. So, yeah. And I'm looking forward to it. You know, I... Um, like to take a band with me, but you know how right. economics are these days, so yeah. there are people I play with out on the road, but because uh-huh. usually I go by myself, but certainly would like to take some of these guys. It would be great
0: would be wouldn't it yeah, yeah. it' be fun yeah, it's
1: hard these days it's just yeah. everything's it's just hard yeah. yeah, ask anybody who's a traveling musician that carries a band around with them is right. Yeah. right yeah yeah, yeah,
0: but uh, do you still like the road?
1: i do my wife comes with me we have a great time oh, well, okay. she's, yeah it's, it's just great i wouldn't want to do it without her oh. yeah we go to europe and she speaks french so <laughs> <laughs> she's french so you know that yeah, helps yeah yeah, so. yeah yeah yeah
0: well that sounds that, that's i mean it's it's, a, it's not a vacation but it's almost like a vacation
1: we try to make it so we enjoy ourselves outside of the work i mean you yeah. y- you know it's not a total vacation because you are working. You got to be someplace, right. and you know. But right. we make it so it's fun for both of us. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's it's great. And I wouldn't want to be away from my home that long. Yeah. you know. Yeah. So that's why I got married. <laughs> be with somebody, right? <laughs>
0: um is is american blues music still as popular in europe what how yes how is it regarded these days it is
1: it's very popular in europe tom yeah. and it's funny you know they you talk about blending things i did a blues festival in sweden a few years back and the person who came on came on after me was rick wakeman
0: whoa
1: <laughs> yeah really? it was a hell of a nice guy let me yeah. tell you but um You know, it's kind of like they throw a lot of like, Uh you know, there was this blues revival in the 60s and 70s and all that stuff. And there's a lot of, they just bands associated with that era get thrown into a blues festival. And it's kind of funny because, you know, when we were back then, you remember going to a show back then? You'd go to a show and it would be let's say the kinks yeah. chick korea yeah. and albert king right. and donovan would yeah. open or something well they kind of have that mentality there too yeah. and it's cool yeah
0: yeah i once went to a show where uh the mahavishnu orchestra opened for dr hook and the Medicine. <laughs> 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 so i
1: like both those bands too that's really funny yeah i saw a lot of shows like yeah. that yeah, I always yeah, see like Dave Mason was opening. Yeah. Dave Mason opened for everyone. Yeah. He there
0: was, I think, there was a period of time where Dave Mason opened for every every act. You had a
1: pretty good career going there doing yeah. that. That's great. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean. Weather report, yeah. and Jim Croce or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. How was the Ma Orchestra? Were they loud and intense?
0: Oh, they were great. That was that was that was right around like the the intermounting flame. So it was that band, yeah. It was that band. Yeah. It was that was so of course. All of the Mahavishnu fans laughed after their set.
1: Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Oh God, that was, uh, yeah.
1: That was well there's funny. nothing funnier though than Cover of the Rolling Stone. I know. It still cracks me up when I hear it on the radio. It's very funny. Shel Silverstein, right? Very funny. Very yeah. Funny. Yeah, uh, I saw McLaughlin a few years ago yeah. over here at the Aladdin, and he was great. He's playing electric guitar, but uh. he wasn't playing through a bank of marshals. He was plugged into a laptop huh. and going to the PA. Really? Because I remember Mahavishnu in those days. Well, everybody was loud back then. I yeah. mean, loud, loud. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: When you play electric, are you are you still loud?
1: Not so much, no. Yeah. You don't need to be. Yeah. You know, you can get the sounds. Everybody was trying to get that compressed sound. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't need to be anymore, which is nice.
0: You needed to be at one point,
1: didn't you? We all did. Yeah. We all did it. That's what you do when you're young, Tom. Yes. You drive fast, you do things like that. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not ashamed of it. I don't know if it's something a 60-year-old man should be doing. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. No, you know. No. Uh, no. I mean playing loud. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <No>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can only speak for myself.
0: Well, listen, it's great to see you.
1: Always great to see you, Tom. Yeah. Really. We go way back. Yeah. Back uh, to the days of Sheila who is back she's back playing again, I heard. She's back
0: Sheila Wilcoxon. Right. When I when I got to town, ruled.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and she should have. She was great. Yeah. How's she sounding? You heard I, her?
0: I, well she sent me something I haven't I haven't listened to it yet.
1: She has a band and she's out playing? Yeah. That's terrific. Yeah. 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 Uh I, she, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say that was the Burnside Record days and yeah. you were kind of a part of you helped promote that quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. That was a good record that she did. It was I a record. record. I liked that record. You know, yeah.
0: I, I actually, not too long ago, played John the Revelator from that record.
1: Right, yeah. You know, I think that was nominated for yeah. Handy, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, Terry did some great stuff, Courier. Uh-huh. Burnside was a really good concept. It was. It really was, yeah. yeah. You, and did he's such
0: bunch of, you did a bunch of, bunch of albums on Burnside, didn't you? I did uh,
1: some of my own, and I produced, you know, um, yeah. Sheelan and a few other people, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, She just went to. Just went back to the hospital to work.
1: Yeah, raise your kid or something. Yeah. Yeah. And,
0: uh, yeah. Retired from the hospital and sat around for a while. I ran into. You know, it's funny. She's so she's she's such an interesting person. Um, you know, a very complicated person. <laughs> but, uh, as you know, um, and uh, I, I ran into her at Alberta Rose Theater. Oh one time and it was the, it could have been the Janice Scroggins tribute show, some show like oh, that. Oh yeah, I played at that. Sure, and I remember she was that. was just standing around in the back. Mm-hmm. And I said, what, you want, want to come back, you know, come in the, in the green room? Mm-hmm. She said, no, no, nobody knows me anymore. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. So I went in the green room and I went, to, I, and I go, hey everybody, Sheila, Sheila Wilcox. And I,
1: I'm I, sure I they're all glad that. to see her, right? And yeah, they would
0: Yeah, yeah. She still wouldn't go, go get
1: in the green room. Yeah.
0: I saw her uh, four or five years ago uh, singing at the blues festival with Duffy Bishop.
1: Oh, really?
0: Uh, not, Duff, not Duffy Bishop. Uh, what's her name? Uh, La Ronda? No, no, the, the all-women's blues thing.
1: Oh, Lisa Mann in them?
0: Nah, well, Lisa's in that. But yeah, I know the,
1: what you mean, the yeah. women in blues yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, right.
0: Yeah. I was just shocked because yeah. all of a sudden there's Sheila. You
1: know? Well, Sheila was cool because she was doing the pre-war stuff. Yeah. You know? Most of the female blues singers around here are more into the Eddie James sort of yes. thing, which is they're all great, it's all great and stuff. But she right. liked Led Belly, I remember. I mean, because I would go to her house and we would listen to yeah. records and yeah. talk about how we we're going to produce the records and the yeah. songs she picked were all those kind of songs that I liked, you know, yeah. and yeah. like
0: Betty kind of stuff.
1: Absolutely, Brownie and, and Sunny Terry Brown McGee, and yeah. she liked Gary Davis and Sunhouse. and yeah. it was cool and and she did it really well, and it was it, yeah. it was it was. It was, it was and that was a nice project I enjoyed it I would yeah. run into once in a while to the yeah. hospital if I was about yeah. to yeah. be over, over there yeah,
0: yeah. Um, is there, is there somebody that you hear these days that 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 not necessarily local but somebody you know where, where, where you go well, I'd like to produce that person
1: yeah, uh, the, yeah. I c- I can't think of anybody offhand, but yeah, it happens all the time. You yeah. know, you know. And then you have to think of the logistics. Well, yeah, I mean, who's going to put you up the budget?
0: I could bring this. I could bring that. Absolutely. If they only did this. If they only did that. You yeah.
1: Know. Yeah. There's people that like to. That I'd like to work with that. I'd like to produce, not because I think what that I could do better than what they're doing, but yeah. a guy who I think is just phenomenal is Hank Shreve. Yeah unbelievable talent i played with him a few times and it's just it's just great I mean he he can <laughs> play like Toots Tillman if he wants to I
0: remember when he came out of high school yeah
1: yeah, yeah. and he plays great keyboards and he sings and he's yeah. a good showman he's just got it all he's, he's, and he's a really nice person too I'd like to produce him not because I think that I would do anything better than he would he does already because his records are really good just yeah. fun to work with Yeah, yeah yeah I like him a lot uh-huh. yeah yeah, there's people around, you know. I always try to hear somebody. I, as best I can. It's hard to get out and hear people, and yeah. and you're not going to hear on the radio, so
0: well, yeah, pretty much.
1: yeah <laughs> you know.
0: They heard you on the radio last week. <laughs>
1: yeah, but I mean I mean, you I know mean, what I mean? Yeah, the yeah, general yeah. radio, right. you know, I'm not going to yeah. turn on a random station and right. you're going to hear stuff. Your show and KMHD is fabulous, yeah. you know. KHD. just plays some of the greatest stuff. Yeah, all day long. Yeah. And all classical. I like all classical a lot.
0: Everybody likes all classical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, well...
1: Anything you like to know more about the record,
0: Tom? What would you like me to know? Oh,
1: that I had a really great time recording it, and I'm really proud of it. Yeah. Yeah, and I like the label. I'm on Nia Sounds. What is that? It's a label here in town. And a friend of mine owns it named Stuart, a great artist in his own right. Uh-huh. And he asked me to, he called me up to play guitar on a track. And we got to talk. I said, you know, I'm shopping for a label right now. I've been talking to some different labels. And and he said, well, I'm thinking about starting one up. And uh, it kind of went from there. Uh-huh. So it was kind of homegrown. What's it's nice th- being on a label that's in your town. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, I've been on labels before where they're back east and it's, Right. You get, you know, if you're not around, you know, you get kind of lost, and it's hard to communicate, and yeah stuff yeah. like that. Yes. Stuart yeah. what? He goes by the name of Stuart. Just Stuart? Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. All
0: right. Yeah. What, what, what does he play?
1: He sings and writes music. Ah,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't see him playing around yeah, He lot.
1: doesn't play around. It's mostly he sells records and puts stuff out on. Ah, I see. YouTube and things like that. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: gotcha. yeah. Blues guy?
1: Nope. Oh, no, not at all. No,
0: <laughs>
1: no. Uh, very uh, oh, maybe kind of like Radiohead or something like that. Right.
0: Yeah, wow. yeah, something like uh-huh. that. And so this is a departure for him.
1: Well, he's interested in saying all kinds of music on yeah. his label. Yeah. You know, and um, I'm the acoustic guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he likes what I do. And he believes in me, so he said, "Do whatever you do, what you like," and uh-huh. that was really a nice thing. So, yeah, the other—they're all original. The other cover song I did, I'll mention, is called Ham Hound Crave," uh-huh. and that's a, a semi-obscure blues song by a guy named Rubleci. Uh-huh. Now, Rubleci was a Delta blues guitar player that, that was Sunhouse and all those guys' favorite blues guy. Uh-huh. They all liked him a lot and learned from him and stuff. He only made one record. Wow! And I know half his repertoire because <laughs> I know one of the songs. But he retired and became a preacher, like a lot of. You folks. mean he made one seventy-eight? Well, one seventy-eight. Wow. Right. Sorry. Yeah. And he retired and became a, a preacher in um, California. And Faye found him. Ah. And Dave Evans and, the, and Al Wilson—they went and found him. But he was a really significant guy who didn't record much. So, which tells you there probably were a lot. Yeah. Not only in blues, but in country music and jazz, you know what I mean? Guys that were like right. Buddy Bolden, you know. <laughs> well,
0: who never recorded. Yeah.
1: yeah. Who really were something else that, and that influenced people in the region that yeah. didn't get to record because it hadn't been invented yet. <laughs> A lot of these guys, like Paramount had the, he was on Paramount, they had the best musician the best artists, you know, on the blues guys and the country guys and, and jazz and stuff. Mm-hmm. And... Unfortunately, all those career, all that stopped when the depression came along. Right. You know, bad timing because they all seem to record around twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: yeah. Oh. Shellac wasn't yeah. Re- readily available. Shellac. <laughs> yeah.
0: I wonder how many records would still be would still be uh, around if plastic had been invented. that <laughs> They break.
1: Right. They break so easy. I yeah. mean, you know. I, yeah my on my birthday my wife and i went to silver falls and then on the way home we stopped off in silverton and we went to a second hand store and if i see a pile of 78s i'll look through them yeah. and i found a tampa red and a memphis mini oh, and a bunk johnson oh book of 78 so they're still around yeah but you've got to be very yeah. careful taking yeah. them home yeah. because yeah. I remember driving home with 78s and them just being in the back seat and right. a little bump would crack. They just right. crack, you that's know. Right. They look like they're solid because they're, they're not. Well, they used to make them out of straw or something, Stuff right? Like yeah. 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 But so they're still around. I yeah, find that's, a, that's
0: one of the saddest things on earth. Absolutely. Is to have a 78 and have it break.
1: Well, one of the saddest things that happened was that Paramount had the best artists, they had the best recording equipment, and used the cheapest (laughs) substance to make the 78s. That's why they sound so scratchy, more than Vocalion and anybody else, because they they were cheap, the stuff they made the 78s out of. I actually found at that same store an Eck Robertson song, Uh who was like the founding father of of, um, country fiddling recorded you know with the, at the same time that uh, the carter family jimmy rogers all those guys so that was really rare to find in silver yeah <laughs> something yeah. you'd find in virginia or something yeah. if at all yeah. yeah
0: i got i still have 78s that my great-grandmother had my great-grandmother was a flapper a flapper <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she's got, I mean, the one that i will never forget ever i actually found it on youtube uh, is the Peerless Quartet singing, "Bounce Me, John"? I've got rubber heels on.
1: <laughs> what a great title! <laughs> the Peerless Quartet. Who are they? <laughs> they were popular.
0: They were a very popular band. A vocal group. A vocal group. Yeah. 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 It was. It was. Um, I don't know. Almost. It uh, would. It was. It was Vaudeville. Yeah, I was gonna say
1: Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. Dance hall, vaudeville yeah. cabaret sort of thing, yeah. yeah. yeah Back yeah. in the day in New York and all that. Bounce
0: me John, I've got rubber heels on, hip hooray, fly away.
1: Yeah, that sounds like vaudeville. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: What Bounce it be Bounce me John in the air, I don't care, I can dance all night. Hold me tight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, it would have been something to go to vaudeville, don't you think? Yeah. To see all that yeah, entertainment, yeah, yeah, the variety. Yeah. Talk about variety. Yeah. and out oh. there, weird stuff. It's really weird. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, Lisa Marzacek doesn't has done a nice job over the years of sort of restoring the the right. the, the, the 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 vibe, it, mm-hmm. uh, the, the the vaudeville vibe in her shows.
1: Yeah, it's that's why. Like, yeah, I haven't seen it, but i oh, yeah, like she's, g-
0: she's been doing it for about ten years now. Where does she do that here? In she at, in does the, it at uh, Alberta Rose. Alberta Rose, right? Oh, but she's she start, she's, she's done it at four or five places. She mm-hmm. she, uh, she outgrew the the Aladdin. Oh. She was selling out the Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Uh, r- on a regular basis, mm-hmm. doing that for that stuff. He's got a huge, a huge following.
1: I bet. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And um, uh, yeah, vaudeville. vaudeville.
1: <laughs> yeah. And they would tour, you know, the vaudeville stop was at Paramount. Is that right? Yeah, the Marx Brothers played there. <laughs> yeah, that was the vaudeville theater for Portland.
0: I yeah. bet Olson Johnson played there. Probably. <laughs> yeah, right. And the Ritz Brothers. The Ritz
1: Brothers, yeah, right. The the Ritz Brothers, yeah, right. What was Durani's group? Oh, that I don't know. Yeah, before he became yeah, Jimmy Durani. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. To me, he has the definitive September song. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anything he sang was definitive. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. Absolutely. <laughs> smile. No, nobody sounded like
1: him. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget the smile. Yeah, he was great.
0: Good night, Mrs. Calabash.
1: Wherever you are. Wherever you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, listen to those two old guys talking about. the <laughs> Talking about Jimmy Durante. Wow, Tom. Jimmy Durante.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, somebody's good. You're gonna, he's, he's always going to be good. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Who yeah. cares?
0: And luckily, you can see him every. You, you can see him anytime you want.
1: Absolutely. You know. We used to host all those TV shows. When I was a yeah. kid, he was an old man. Yeah, me too. Know? Me too. And he was always like uh, Hollywood Palace. He'd yeah. be the host or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Stop the music. Everybody's trying to get into the act.
0: Everybody's trying to get into
1: the act. Right. <laughs> well, couldn't help but like him. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah.
0: Oh man, Duranii. Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think I didn't think we'd get the Jimmy Durante. Well, why not? why not? You know, exactly
1: right. I mean, everybody in town's talking about the boss, so let's talk about there the real go. boss, Jimmy Durante. <laughs> I'd go get his autograph. If Durante was around. Absolutely. Yeah. I've got very few autographs in my life. Oh, me too. Me Muddy too. Waters. Did you? Yeah, Muddy Waters, and Bill Monroe, uh-huh. and Clark Terry.
0: Really? Yeah. Interesting. I've got um, Earl Hines. Oh, cool! And um, um, Earl Palmer. Oh, great! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 he was an, he was a very old man, and I, I ran into him in New Orleans during Jazz Fest. Oh! And I said, would you please? And he said, yeah. Was he a nice person? He was, yeah, he was wonderful.
1: That's terrific. Yeah. Uh,
0: that was. God, that trip was incredible because they, was, was the, they had this thing, the, this thing called the Ponderosa Stop, which is a, kind of a separate festival during Jazz Fest. And um, they, it, it, they had... The first one, they had Dave Bartholomew and all the remaining people who were alive from his band. Oh, right. Gosh. Yeah. Earl couldn't play a lot, but he did, he did get up and play a couple. Oh, uh-huh. You know? But uh, all his cats were there. And sitting over in the corner was Cosimo Matassa. Mm-hmm. And sitting over in that corner was Alan Tucson.
1: Oh yeah, amazing. You know, there's a guitar player that really influenced me a lot. His yeah? name was Mel Brown, not the drummer. Yeah. yeah, And he did this record on Impulse called "Bacon Fat."
0: Uh huh. Was that the Andre Williams song? No. Doodly, diddly, diddly, diddly No, okay. No,
1: this is basically a bunch of grooves, boogaloo grooves. But Earl Palmer's on that record, oh. reminded me, and yeah. killing it. Yeah, yeah, and. Herb Ellis is playing an acoustic 12-string guitar. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's weird. Jeez. But uh, it, the way I play, it was really influenced by that guy. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. And I only had a 45 by him when I was a kid, but I listened to it over and over again. Once yeah, in a while, yeah. there's like one record you just listen to that really influences yeah. you, not yeah. a whole catalog of what yeah. they did. Yeah. But You should yeah. check it out. They reissued it on CD. <laughs> Impulse put out that uh, series of All brown. classic records. Yeah, he... Um, Played with uh, he was one of Bobby Bland's guys. Is that right? Yeah, and then he had, and Johnny Otis ended up in L.A. and uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know that L.A. T-Bone right. thing. Well, and that's where Earl Palmer was probably right. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, that's where right. they recorded it. Yeah. You know, because yeah. yeah. uh, Earl Palmer, he, didn't he come out with Little Richard or something?
0: Uh, I think he came out on his own. He did, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I think Little Richard was still still had the upsetters, and I think it was right. that was after the whole rock and roll thing happened in New Orleans, right? Pretty much. Yeah, uh, I mean it was yeah. peter, it was starting to peter out. And that's why I left. You
1: know? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, because he
0: was getting as much work as he as, as he could ever, ever ever manage in New Orleans.
1: weren't they cracking down on like clubs too yeah. yeah, and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor John talks about. He's yes. still pissed off about that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right? yeah, yeah. Right. Did
1: you see him at the Blues Festival, Doctor
0: John? I had a chance to interview him. How was he? I haven't old. seen him in a while. Very old and feeble. Really? Yeah. Was he 72 or something now? 75, I think. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's going to be around too much longer. Bad health, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hard life.
1: <laughs> yeah, he wasn't too kind to his body. He was, yeah. he was
0: a junkie for 25 or 30 years. Yeah, he was. I, I did
1: a show uh, with him one time. And yeah. We hung out and he was very engaging he was nice yeah. to me he liked yeah. me and yeah. we had mutual friends so he was uh-huh. really wanted to talk a friend of mine was richard crooks who was a drummer in his band back in the gree days and uh, a really close friend somebody he yeah. stayed with when he was in new york yeah so he was really interested wanted to talk he was friendly yeah. but he was um you know he seemed to be struggling with some things
0: yeah yeah, yeah. when i when i we did a phoner and um First of all he he, he he was eating grapes the whole time. See? On the there, phone? There was yes, there there was there there was that audio. And then I started out like, <laughs> Did he tell you there were grapes? I found out later. Oh, okay. Uh, and then at the beginning I just asked him, you know, who 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 he was bringing in with him, who was gonna play with him, but the blues festival he couldn't remember. Oh he couldn't remember any of the people in this band.
1: Um <laughs> He had the guitar player from Eugene for a yeah, long time, right?
0: Yeah. But anyway, he, uh, he was c- kind of slow, mm-hmm. until I mentioned the people who used to run the Orleans Candle Shop over on Lombard, who were from really? New Orleans, came up after, after Katrina, they've gone back since then. But they, um, the, the, the woman's father ran the Botanica in New Orleans, where well, Dr. John had gone to get his shit all these years. Right. Oh. All the Mojo stuff. All the oh, okay.
1: Stuff. All his stage and stuff. So,
0: yeah. No, for the, for the real stuff.
1: Oh, for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and because, uh, you know, he was into that. Yeah. No question about it. I mean, yeah. and, and they were too. I mean, they had a, an altar to Marie Laveau in the store. Okay? I never went there. It was fabulous. They were fabulous. I loved those people to death. They were so, they were wonderful people. Oh, cool. Anyway, and uh, so I mentioned them and all of a sudden he, Brightened up, he perked up. Oh man, I've been trying to have dinner with him for years. I can't even. Oh, I love this. You know, it was great.
1: He was right. like that when I mentioned Richard yes. and Henry Vestine. Oh, yeah. sweet guy. Oh, and then you. Yeah. 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 All of a sudden he.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He ended up by going. You have a blessed day. Yeah.
1: He. You know. Yeah. A lot of that is like you know. Oh, somebody's going to talk to me about the same old crap. But right. then you find something in common. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's like if you talk, I mean, those old blues guys, If you, they got so tired of hearing it. I could tell about being asked about Robert Johnson, you know. <laughs> so if you just talk to them about like, you know, what are you doing tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go to the house yeah. things in Cincinnati where you live. Oh, great. You know, it's yeah. been raining a lot. Then all of a sudden you got yeah. a friend, yeah. you know, and everybody's like that, Tom. Right. right. You know, know what I mean? I know. Yeah. There was this.
0: I can't, God, now I can't remember his name. The guy, the 80, 80, 83 year old guy who played the blues festival this year, Bud. Somebody. Well, I was out of town. So, anyway, yeah. Anyway, I forget. God, now I can't remember his name. Doesn't matter. But he was. He had, he had this like iridescent blue suit. And he cool so great. And these red shoes. Right? Oh, right on. And so I, I had introduced him from the stage a couple of times during the festival, and I, and I go, "Hey, Bud, uh, where'd you get that suit?" and He goes, "I don't know." A good answer, right? It's a great answer, (laughs) right? That's a
1: great answer. You're not gonna get one like it, right? (laughs) It's always great to get an answer that you weren't expecting. Like (laughs) Groucho Marks used to always say. Somebody say, "How you feeling?" He'd always say, "Worse." (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's funny. That is funny. Yeah. So, how's your show going, Tom?
0: Which one? The one over at Joe Bar. Oh, Joe Bar, you having fun over there? It's fine, yeah.
1: yeah right know, on. You know,
0: I play a little, little soul, a little R&B, a little blues, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. End up with some, with a little jazz, a little kind of fucking jazz, you know.
1: Are you there um, every weekend? Saturday night. Every Saturday, Saturday night.
0: night. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah,
1: yeah. Is this after they have
0: music? Uh, live music? There's, there's no live music on Saturday.
1: Oh, they just do you. Oh, that's terrific, yeah. Tom.
0: So I come on attend.
1: ten. Great. Fun. Yeah, well, fun. You, this is. There's some good songs on here that I you should. Yes, <laughs> I, I know. I know. <laughs> some, uh, Christmas in Istanbul is the single they're gonna promote. Really? Yeah. Is it, it is. a? Is it actually a Christmas song? No, it's just named after oh. Christmas.
0: <laughs> Come yeah. on.
1: Well, I recorded it as a, a Christmas song. This as a Christmas song on the last Guitar Summit record. Yes, but it's it's just called Christmas in Istanbul. It's like if you're in Istanbul and celebrating Christmas. I mean, Christianity did start in <laughs> Turkey, we know. So, um, but Is it like
0: being in Juarez when it's Easter time too. Yeah,
1: <laughs> sort of. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, very good, very good, very good. So, yeah.
0: it, does it sound like a Christmas song? I have not. No, it does not. Okay.
1: It sounds like a song from Turkey. <laughs> it has a scale that you would uh, a Middle Eastern sort of scale, you know, that part of the world sort of, sort of scale. Yeah.
0: Now we haven't spoken. We haven't talked about Albert Rada.
1: Albert, yeah. Well, how Albert. is Albert? What about Albert? What a fine guy. He's doing guy. good. Yeah, one of my best friends. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Sang "You Belong to My Heart" at my wedding. Is that right? Yep. Nice. Yeah, yeah. One of my closest, dearest friends. Yeah. And a great the best player great bass player the guy I always call if I'm producing a record I need a bass player to come in and do this yeah. part right yeah. yeah,
0: and also the first person I found when I moved to Portland it be 20 years next year uh, the first person I found in Portland who knew anything about baseball
1: yeah you know um, <laughs> the, he a good friend of his has um, died who was a baseball fanatic you know they and Tim Ellis yeah and then uh, passed away yeah and um Albert said to me, what am I going to do in terms of talking to somebody about baseball? I said, call my brother. Call me. You should call my brother. He's a a baseball genius. He knows all about it. He actually has a baseball he got when we were kids signed by all the Yankees from 1961. Wow. We lived in Pittsburgh. The guy next door said, hey, Larry, I know you like baseball. We had a business trip the other day. They made us go see the Yankees, and I got a ball signed. Do you want it? And (laughs) Mickey Mantle, (laughs) Roger Marisol. (laughs) Yeah, it's locked up at his house. But, yeah, I'll introduce you to my brother, Larry. The three you can get together. I
0: I have one baseball buddy. You know Dusty York? I don't. I'm sorry. Dusty York was a, a tremendous saxophone player. His father was Michael York, who was, who was part of the Mel, original Melbourne. Oh, I know Michael York, okay. the, York. the horn player. Yeah, he's yeah, the, yeah he, he, I, he died a couple of years ago. I
1: know. I recorded him.
0: Yeah. yeah. Dusty is his that, son.
1: That's I heard of Dusty now. Yes. Yeah. Is he plays? Dusty. Oh, yeah, God, he's a great player.
0: Plus, he, he plays saxophone too. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh. Plus, he ran Dyadic Records. Oh. Which was the the label of of record for guys coming up ten years ago. I mean, all those young cats, Andrew Oliver, all those cats, he recorded, right? Mm -hmm. Then he just sold his horn, gave everything away. He just got tired of it? Got tired of it. Well, that's easy. But during a period where he was very active, I I did a bunch of stories on him and the label and stuff, right? And it just happened to come up that he was an Orioles fan.
1: Orioles fan, (laughs) yeah. Baltimore. There you go. Baltimore. That's right, Tom. And
0: so, I mean... We we text each other every day during the baseball season. Oh, uh-huh. every day, virtually every day mm-hmm. during the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So it's great, you know. I mean, because there's no. I mean, I, I've never met another. I met one other Orioles fan, but he was like working behind a counter in some rib joint. <laughs> you know? Hard to get a hold of him. And huh? That was ten years ago. Okay.
1: Right, 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 right. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know this uh, keyboard player, Dave? And- Manly? Million? Pardon me? Million? No, he's plays really out. Um, They've run a cherry? No. A guy in town here.
0: Well, he's in, he's in town. Yeah. Cherry is. Oh, never mind. Never mind.
1: Um, oh, well. <laughs> you should call Jeff Minnick, too. He's a baseball Minick, fanatic. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. You know who the biggest baseball fanatic is? Is David Vest. Oh, yeah, David.
1: Yeah, yeah. David Isn't David Vest, Vest great?
0: Vest. He's... Well, he, I... He, I, I would not have written the written my book or had it published if it hadn't been for David Vest. We encourage you to. We're do sitting it. around one one night. This is obviously before he moved to Canada. Yeah. Sitting around my place one night, and and I had played. The, he had never heard um, um, uh, 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 the Chicken Shack Boogie version of Amos Milburns that has Earl Palmer on it. The oh. real upbeat, the Earl up tempo right. version of that. Right. He had never heard it. I played Amos it for him, Milburn. and he lost his mind. Yeah, I bet. I had to play it five more times, mm-hmm. right? And you know, so he, 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 getting to know each other, he knew about you know I'd written for the supermarket tabloid, and he said, oh, "You got to write a book about that." So, yeah, no brainer. Yeah. Once it's
1: brought to your attention, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. And so, you know, um, every time we talk, we talk about baseball. Yeah. I hardly ever talk about music or anything, anything else. You know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He stays with me, excuse me, he usually stays with, with me when he comes to town. Yeah? And um, we go to Victoria a lot because, you know, it's yeah. Canadian, and yeah. we go up there, and we always see them. They're just, you know, we always hang out and talk about music yeah. <laughs> and everything else. And You don't talk about baseball. <laughs> no, I mean, I love baseball, but I, I, I don't follow it like I, I used to that when that. I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I used to go see... When I used to go to L.A. all the time, I'd go down there and we'd see the Dodgers play the yeah. Giants. And I remember seeing Willie Mays and all that. Well, he things. can talk about anything. Oh, yeah. I mean, He's a brilliant he, man. It Bob Dylan. He's yeah. an authority on Bob Dylan. Sunrock. That's the one thing... <laughs> that Dave holds an envy of me is that I saw Sun Ra. <laughs> yeah. I interviewed Sun Ra. Well, there you go. Then both of us yeah. should get together and stick our tongues out. Well,
0: you know, he uh, he used to use me when he was when he was he would play Duffs, old Duffs. Yeah. And yeah. You would get up. And, yeah. I would get up, and he would he would he uh, he asked me to read Sun Ra poetry with right. the band, which right. was fabulous. My right. God, it was right unbelievable. Right. You know, yeah. it's it's a shame people, you know. Don't do that anymore. I mean, absolutely uh, combine poetry or spoken word absolutely. with music because that's tra- that, that, that's a uh, a tradition that's been lost. Absolutely, lost. yeah.
1: When did you interview Sun Ra in the seventies?
0: I interviewed Sun Ra about
1: nineteen eighty one. That's I saw him in eighty one. Yeah, he played at the place called Louis LaBama's downtown. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was great. They had on all their 50s science fiction yeah, movie yeah, outfits, yeah, and, yeah. and but played their asses off. Great. Told
0: me he was from outer space, and I said, okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Why Do you have not?
1: a is it area code? <laughs> 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 yeah. And, but, God, that guy could play great piano. and Yeah. I like that yeah. song, Planet Earth. Yeah. You know, those real kind of ballad, you know, they sound yeah. kind of straight ahead, you yeah, know, stuffy in the 50s of and course. stuff. Of y-
0: course, you got to like his, his, his big hit.
1: Oh, yeah. Space is the place. Yeah, oh, yeah. Gotta like
0: that. Tyrone. That, then they, would, they, they would hop. They would march around, and they would do that hop. Around. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> I saw his trombone player about 10 years ago in San Francisco named Tyrone Hill, uh-huh. and he was fabulous. Yeah. It was just great music.
0: You know who Pat Patrick's son is? You know Pat Patrick was one of his uh, sax players?
1: Yeah, but I don't know who his son is. His
0: son is Duval Patrick, who ended up as the governor of Massachusetts. <laughs> 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 really? Yeah, really.
1: <laughs> Jeez. That's a, it's a cool world, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting world, right. 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 The Baptiste guy who's on um, the Late Show, which Baptiste is he?
0: I don't know which Baptiste he's related to. Yeah. But cause there's Harold, all, There's a huh? million of them. I thought maybe it was Harold. could be Harold. Yeah. Could be, uh, uh, he could be related to the drummer.
1: Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but because uh, Harold Batiste was quite the guy. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And he Mr. was a... Bat- Mr. Bat. Yeah, he was also the musical director on the Sonny and Cher show, right? Yeah. Because Sonny the specialty records Oh, you,
0: you should hear Devin Phillips talk about Mr. Bat, or you should hear Reggie Houston talk about Mr. Bat. Really? Because Reggie was in, was in Harold Batiste's um, band at Southern University.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, 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 right, yeah, huh,
0: Legend, a legendary guy in New Orleans, I mean, just taught generations, of right, absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you, you think people are still listening,
1: is this live, yeah, not live, I mean, we're recording it, oh, you're going to edit it down, no, all right, <laughs> all right, <laughs> okay, okay, I'm going to turn it off now, that sounds good, nice to see you, Tom, as <laughs> you always, too. all right, thanks for coming in, my pleasure,